what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves all right, welcome guys. Rizzo on the move. We're at episode like one oh something, and we got live Mike in the building, dude. What's up? What's up? How you been, live Mike? I haven't seen you. Been good. I got a lot of things going on. I just uh just quit my job and doing live Mike full time now. <laughs> Whoa! What's going on what here? That? How am I getting an advertisement with my phone off? <laughs> it knows you're on the podcast and it was like hey we need to advertise yeah. on this podcast you can't be using this <laughs> well, that was crazy thanks obama <laughs> that is something that would happen um and who is this who's to my left right here you may introduce yourself maybe introduce you uh i'm von alia i'm from long island too you know yeah Callie now uh, uh, i want to go to california it's the dream Cali dream and long island living I feel like I've seen that in like three thousands people's like Instagram profiles. Like that's their bio. What? Like Cali. Long Island live in California dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty common. Um, so how'd you guys meet? Who? Let's let's get into it right away. So I basically was scouting out on Instagram and I was searching through the Long Island ha- the Long Island music hashtag. Yeah. Which is where I discovered her. <laughs> so um, hashtags work. Hashtags work. I would never. I, that was like hashtags don't do anything. That was a Gary Vee thing. What hashtags? The search hashtags. Oh, really? Because you search them. Like I'll go into Instagram every couple of days and I'll search Long Island Music, and from that I'll find people who post up with that hashtag, and then like I comment on it, you make a personal connection with it. Yeah. And uh, that's when I discovered her. And that's kind of why I use the hashtag though, is because like you link up with people who are local. Because I feel like. A lot of people who listen to the type of music that I play, like, they don't live in Long Island, you yeah. know? So it's cool to, like, I guess, link up with people that way. Actually, this girl I used to work with, she uh, she used the hashtag, like, single mom, and that's how she met her boyfriend. Like, oh that was God. in California, and she moved there. Oh, <laughs> It was crazy. Like Love I'm, from a hashtag? Yeah, right? It's, it's like, crazy. I feel like it's weird even telling somebody that you met on Tinder, but it's like, nah, man, we met yeah, off a hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> But then, yeah, you know, I started, checked her out her Instagram and uh, heard the voice, saw a quick synopsis of the story, and then I hit her up, and I was yeah. like, let's talk, so. Yeah, I heard your your music a little bit before. It's like sublime, like, kind of deal. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of like on, like, borderline reggae, you know. That's why it's Cali kind of music. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not, like, real reggae, like, it's not rootsy at all, and it's kind of a little washed out, but you still get, like, the heavy bass lines, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you write your own original stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I've, I haven't heard any. I heard like covers. I heard like a Sublime cover on, that was on there. Yeah, there's like um, some original stuff that I did, and uh, I wrote with some guys from this other band called Cashed Out, and they're from Florida. And uh, yeah, because like I don't really know how to like do all the computer programming stuff. Yeah. So I was like, hey guys, and they were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we made a couple songs. Yeah, team up. That's how it happens, right? So give a, give us a little backstory. Um, yeah, like get on a timeline. You know, like. You're All from right. Long Island? Yeah, so I uh, born and raised in Deer Park. I haven't moved from the same house that I still live in now. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to public schools, and I did choir in school, and 
I wasn't even like trying to do choir. It was like my best friend. She was like, hey, you want to like do choir with me? And I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, I don't know how to sing. Like, whatever. Well, it's either choir or an instrument, right? But this was like at the time where like it wasn't required. It was like in the fifth grade. So it's like oh. you had to say after school for choir. And like I was like the kid, like I had to be home so like I could watch Zoom. I don't know if you remember that show, but yeah. that was like my show. And I was like, look, if I stay for choir, I'm going to miss Zoom. <laughs> And she got you though yeah she like she's my best friend you know so i was like all right i can't leave her hanging and we were both new to like the school because uh she had just moved and i had just finished private school my private school for some reason only went up to fourth grade Uh so when we got to fifth grade both of us were we didn't know anybody else and i was like all right she really doesn't know anybody else like i'll go with her and um i just did choir up until and high school and then when i got to college i did uh, like acapella groups and like i feel like most people who like have been signed to a label and trying to do music full time like they do their research and they really try but i'm like not one of those people like this just kind mm. of fell into my lap really yeah i was um is that me oh, no, it's my phone it's ringing on my laptop that's pretty cool uh, you know, <laughs> what i I, mean, I want a mac just so i can do that but like i don't want a mac <laughs> for any other reason so like i can't justify spending the money do you have an iphone i do i just got a new phone might as well I had like a five for like four years. Like I'd never break my phones and then I broke it. And then I was like, damn. Yeah. The best part is that you can iMessage from the computer. So you don't need your phone. Well, see, that's why I was talking. But I don't want to spend like a, a grand just to do that. That's just like. I got that for 600 bucks on Groupon. Wow. Groupon? Groupon sells laptops. I yeah. Hate, I hate Apple. Yeah. I mean, it's worked for like three or four years now. So. It hey, that's better like lifetime than I feel like most of my PCs. I feel like I have to get one every like couple years or so. <laughs> yeah, PC. Yeah, I don't even have a PC desktop. <laughs> Look at you, cool guy. No PCs over here. <laughs> I don't. I don't roll with a PC. I don't need a fucking PC, dude. Got a MacBook Air, <laughs> no memory. <laughs> I have to delete everything. Like after I post this podcast, I have to delete it because there's oh my no memory. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get a hard drive. No, I know. I have one somewhere. I have like a terabyte somewhere. I don't know where it is. That, that's a that's a hefty amount of um, memory you can find if you, you know, I know. put your mind to it. Yeah, I just <laughs> don't know where it is, and I don't want to buy another one because I know I have one. As soon as you buy it, you're gonna find it. So ne- exactly. next Tuesday, you have to dedicate it to finding this terabyte. Terabyte Tuesday, you go. Wow. Oh, that's true. Look at that. Yeah, I should live stream it. <laughs> Yo, I'm looking for my terabyte <laughs> my hard drive. Like, oh, can't find it anywhere. Hashtag find the terabyte. Yeah. Man. All right, that's a good idea. There See, you go. Already contributing. There we go. Um, where were we on the timeline? Oh, so um okay, yeah. So I was doing acapella groups in college. And then um I think it was like my sophomore year of college. Yo, like that show like, like pitch, pitch perfect. perfect yeah like pitch perfect like that's real <laughs> like that's re- pitch but, perfect but like, accurate but no it's not because oh. it's like they just break into song randomly and it's like <laughs> for people like if you're all singing the same thing fine or you're like you're harmonizing that's one thing but like you don't know how to make all the guitar sounds the drums and whatever like you can't just do that on the fly like yeah. they'll just like break out into song out of nowhere and i'm like you didn't you have to plan that yeah, shit. You can't just be... They don't just have it ready to go. Yeah, like, people are like, wow, like, that's so cool that it's real. I'm like, it's not that real. 
it's real in the sense where like the music does sound like that, but it's not yeah. like as sassy. Would you be like. out there like recruiting people? Like what they do? Like they were like had like a tent and they were like recruiting people to come join the acapella. So they have um this thing at so I went to Stony Brook oh. and they have um in the academic mall, which is pretty much uh where all the main buildings are, there's like one main hallway type thing and uh they have like an involvement fair like every Wednesday. I think it's like from like one to two thirty, like nobody has class during that time. They make oh. it so that everybody can hang out and you would go to the involvement fair and just see all the clubs everybody has a table everybody oh. does that stuff so um i never was like you know pushing people to do it but i was like hey if you can sing you should come to this audition how do you oh that's how you get people like do you have a hidden voice that you don't let out? like how do you <laughs> how, what's the pitch honestly it's mostly people are like looking for it like if if um, they're because like it's more so like a hobby thing you know so if people yeah. want to get into it they'll like stop and like the one that i was in was like all girls one they had one that was all male and then they had like a mixed one um and there were competitions yeah we used to host like <laughs> invitationals and stuff and like people used to come from like different schools and like we would go to different schools and colleges and it was it was a lot of fun and yeah. you make covers like the movie mm-hmm, like covers yeah. of all stuff and just mix up oh that's so cool my uh got the scout over there yeah yeah it, that's a you really song. should honestly because like be there's like there's so many people who have so many talent, but it's like, you know, they're going to Stony Brook, so like they're becoming doctors, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, right. Oh, yeah, so what were you going for? So I was going for health sciences, and um, I was going to apply to occupational therapy school. So let me let me break down. Let, hold on, we're jumping break the gun down. here. Yeah, well, yeah, break yeah, it down. Right. Break it down. So my sophomore year of college, um, I started dating this guy, and he was really into music, and he was playing stuff all the time, and he was like, all right, you should start playing with me. And um, my mom, like the previous year for Christmas, she had gotten me a guitar and I just felt like it was way too hard to learn. Like I tried, but it was just like I could do the chords, but I couldn't change it right. And I was like, oh, this is. Uh. <laughs> and then the next year for Christmas, my mom bought me a ukulele. And um, that's kind of like where I fell in love because it was so much easier for me to play. And like I learned like 20 songs like the first day I got it. It was, it was oh. a good time. So ukulele is like four strings, right? Mm-hmm. It's four Lovely. strings. And it's like it's really small. So it's like me sized, you know, so I felt <laughs> like, you know, I could play it and whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was playing it, but like no one ever really knew like I was playing or like I sang or anything like that. So then when he started playing like um, like we met at an open mic and um, after he started playing, he was like, all right, let's start playing together. So we played a couple open mics together. And then, you know, that thing happened where we broke up. And <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that thing. thing. Yeah, I that know. thing. And um, I just started posting like covers online. Like I like back when Instagram only let you do like 15 second covers. And um, I didn't really like want to post them. But, you know, he was like, oh, you should do it. And my mom was like, you should do it. And I was like, you're just saying that because you're my mom. Like, you know, you're supposed to love me, you know. Yeah, you have to say that. <laughs> so, um, but then it was like people who like weren't my mom were like, hey, this sounds pretty cool. And I was like, all right, cool. So I started posting a little bit more. And, um, like not friends or like yo you're good. Yeah, it it was like um like I would hashtag here's our hashtag thing again. Mm-hmm. I would hashtag um like yeah, it's like niche artists. You know what I mean? Like it's very like like the reggae community is like super niche. Like I feel like even all the fans know each other. Like they'll all go to shows together. There's like Facebook groups and stuff like that. Mm. So when they see one thing, like it kind of just spreads. And yeah. so um I was doing like covers like that, but I wasn't doing it like so intensely. 
And then one day I was like, all right, let me put my big girl pants on and get a microphone and, you know, do full length covers. Because at the time I was only doing 15 second covers in my bathroom floor because <laughs> the acoustics in your bathroom were dope, you know, and I didn't have a mic. For so. like Instagram or yeah, were you just for in? Instagram. I yeah. was just doing that. And then they like made Instagram go from 15 seconds to a minute. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to do a minute, might as well do the whole song. So then that's when my YouTube came into play. I made a Facebook page and everything. Yeah. And um, the first cover I ever did was a Pepper cover of a song called Too Much. And Pepper is like my favorite band on the face of the planet. And so they're I, a reggae band. Yeah, they're like a reggae rock band. Um, they're like super big, like in like late 90s. I mean, they're still big now, but, you know, that's when they're like their prime time was like mm-hmm. they're um, they used to be like really close with like Sublime and like Slight Stupid and stuff like Ooh, that. Yeah. yeah. So like they're like in the, the big boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I post this cover and then I'm taking a shower and I was listening to music in the shower and for some reason, like my phone was just like blowing up and I was like, dude, I just want to listen to some tunes and like shower. Like what is going on? <laughs> and then I see like Pepper Live mention you in a comment. They're like, oh, we love oh, this cover. Shit. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so I like, I had to finish my shower because I still had soap in my hair. And then I start like dancing in the shower because I was so excited. But then I fell and I hit my knee. And like, You actually <laughs> fell? I have a scarf on me on my knee. It's like not as dark as it used to be. It's been like a year. That's a good story. And you scar. were bleeding? Uh, like. <laughs> I wasn't bleeding like a lot. It was like a baby cut, but like I still felt and like you heard like the shampoo bottles like full and I was like in college and my, my roommate comes and she's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, 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 I'm fine. But it's like I like I was shaking so much, like I was so excited. Because oh, it was can't like imagine. at the time I think I only had like eight hundred Instagram followers. Like I didn't really have any people and it was like I was blowing up and like people were like, Wow, wow, wow and I was like, Whoa <laughs> Because, like, you know, like, I'm just, like, a kid. And, and How big are they? Are they really big? Pepper? Pepper, yeah. They're huge. Yeah. I, like, like they, not in that world. Let me check them. They're they're pretty big. Um, yeah. And it's, like, their stuff on Spotify. Like, they've got, like, crazy numbers. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. they just did a tour with Slightly Stupid. Like, they're, like, a staple band, I feel like. For... I know Slightly Stupid. Yeah. So, um, they've been homies for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, once that happened, I messaged them. Um, and I was like, Hey, like, you know, I really appreciate you guys doing that. Like, thanks for being so cool to your fans and stuff. Like, you know, it means a lot to me. And they're like, um, the, the drummer Yasad, he messaged me back. He's like, yeah, um, we have a record label. Did you know that? And I was like, fuck yeah, I know that. He's <laughs> like, do you have like any original stuff? And I was like, yeah, but like, it's not like, like, you know, studio recorded. Like I just have the YouTube stuff I make. And he's like, all right, cool. Send it over to me. So I sent it over to him. And then a couple months later, um, I see them at a meet and greet at um, the Paramount. They were playing a show there. And they like recognized me and they're like, oh, hey, cool. Like, you're that chick, right? And I was like, I'm that chick. <laughs> and oh, like you didn't even tell them you were going or anything? You just you just went out? I just kind of yeah. like was like, I don't know. Because like, I don't want to be like that person who's like too pushy and is like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I'm going to be there. Because like after a while, I feel like then I don't care how talented you are. Like it just gets annoying you're after annoying. a while. Yeah. yeah you, you want them to come to you type thing. Yeah. And like I was just going to meet them because like they're my fucking favorite band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I actually went there. And um, there was, like, uh, a time in my life where, like, I was going through some hard stuff. And I was like, hey, like, you guys really helped me through that. Like, that's why this is such a big deal to me. So I don't know if you know, but next door to the Paramount, there's a tattoo shop. So Mm. I was like, hey, would you guys sign my ankle 
and I'm going to go get it tattooed, and then I'll come back in time oh. for the show. Oh. Yeah. So what, did you go in thinking of that already, oh, or you yeah, thought yeah, of it on yeah. the spot? No, oh, okay. no, I thought of it because I told my mom, and she's like, if you come home with that, I'm going to kill you, but I'm still alive. Uh, <laughs> I mean, coming, that's a good story. Yeah. That's a sick one. They could say no forever. They can only be mad for a couple days. Exactly. Yeah, ex- exactly. But then I was like, at the point, like I already had like a sleeve and whatever, and I was like, you can't really get mad. And she's like, it's not about like you know how much tattoos you have. It's just like, are you really thinking these through and i was like yeah like <laughs> isn't it just the signature it's like the least the smallest one that you have and yeah and i was like it's <laughs> on my foot like it's not like a huge deal yeah so um prior to this like they had already spoken to me um so that other band i was telling you guys about cashed out they're from florida they're also on law records but this was like pre me being on law records mm. so he was like i have an idea i want you to fly down to florida and record with greg and nick from cashed out so um the original plan was you knew cashed out before that too um i didn't know them know them i just like had met them because yasad wanted me to link up with them Mm. but like i knew of their music and stuff because i feel like when you're trying to get on a label like you obviously yeah you research them you know so um after the concert and everything like that um, I flew down to Florida. This was like in December and we recorded my first original show me. And the deal was that, okay, we're going to like record this song and let's see how it is. And then my record deal was only supposed to be for a single. We send them show me and then they're like, let's do a full album. Oh. And I was like, all right, that's totally what I wanted to hear. Wow. So like, this is in like December, January. So this was my senior year of college and I was trying to apply to graduate school. But I got the record deal. And I was like, why do I need graduate school when I have a record deal? So I was like, you know, school's always going to be there. Like, you know, I can always go back if I want to. And, like, not everybody gets this opportunity. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to at least graduate, get my bachelor's. And they were really cool. They, like, waited for me to finish school because, like, I wasn't allowed to miss classes. Like, if you miss, like, two classes, like, you failed the semester. Mm -hmm. So they were really cool about it. And then in April, like, I officially got signed. And um, now I'm here. Yeah. What were your parents saying? Were they did they want you to get your masters? So surprisingly, my parents were really supportive about it because oh, I come from a strictly Caribbean household where it's like you're supposed to be a doctor or a lawyer or like something cool. And like neither my brother or my sister became a doctor, and like I was like the closest thing to it. Gonna, so they were like, "Oh, come on, man, we're gonna get our doctor." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like. So, guys, <laughs> yeah. but it's like my family. How can you be mad that you got yeah. signed to a record label? Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Was. yeah. Yeah. But it's also like my family is like super like music oriented. Like my mom's actually like in a band. Like she's in like a traditional Caribbean band. And like she'll play oh, wow. weddings and stuff. And my dad, like he thinks he's Elvis. And like we do like <laughs> car- like family karaoke is a thing. Like my parents are divorced, but like they make it a thing. Like Thursday nights at my house at eight o'clock. Like my dad spent like two grand on this karaoke system. Oh, my like. God. We're like, and like the thing that bothers me about it is like, That's I love true. karaoke, but like, I'm not allowed to like have fun. Like, I can't just put on a Disney song and like sing because my dad's like, you have to take this seriously. And I'm like, it's <laughs> karaoke, <laughs> dude. What is serious about it? Yeah. Dude. But I'm, like, you going to karaoke is kind of like, I don't know, you know, like, you know, it's, it's like, it's supposed to it's be like, uh, you're supposed uh, to get drunk, you know, like a pool shark, fun. you know, like when someone who's like hustles for pool at the pool, <laughs> yeah. like pool people. Well, that's why yeah. I, don't, I don't really go to karaoke. Everybody's like, well, you're, you'd be really good at it. I'm like, that's why I don't go. Like, I don't want to be that person, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, I just. You're, like, everyone else is singing, like, ain't no man. High, and then <laughs> yeah. she comes out. 
<laughs> like <laughs> rips it. No, you can't have that. Exactly. But you like but karaoke, I'm sure. Growing I mean, up. growing up, yeah, it was it was fun. But like, it was really cool that they're so supportive because like, I think my parents do most than other parents do. Because like, um, for example, like my first tour, uh, I rode in the cashed out van, and they were ending tour in um, Savannah, and they're from Florida, so they were just gonna drive home, and I was in Savannah, and I was like shit how am i getting back because i had all my shit with me it's like i couldn't fly because i had all my merch and like stuff i couldn't fly with oh. so i was like how am i gonna get home so I called my mom like a week before the tour is over she's like oh me and your dad will just come pick you up <laughs> so they drove to georgia to pick me up and we road tripped it back up oh That's dope. Cool. your parents are awesome they sound great yeah they're they're awesome so like i'm very lucky to have them because it'll be like they're so excited for like whatever i'm coming out with next whatever i'm doing like mm -hmm. they're behind me 100 percent, and it's just so awesome because it's like they know i'm not really making that much money but they're like they believe in me and they're like you you're gonna get there because like sometimes like i doubt myself and i'm like oh i should just get a full-time job and like you know do this on the side like a lot of people do that and they're like no you can't I'm gonna kill you before side. you do that yeah. yeah so it's just like it's really cool to have that because i feel like not that many artists are that fortunate i feel like they do get support but i feel like my parents go like the extra mile extra for me. nice that's what awesome. you mentioned merch mm -hmm. so like i'm i'm so i guess that's a part of being on a record label like like what goes into when you sign a record deal mm -hmm. what what happens what do you have to give them so or no like total like everything that happens like they they're like all right come down and sign the papers or something um they emailed it to me and then i <laughs> then <you just laughs> emailed it back yeah uh, yeah that's pretty much how that part went but um they really take care of like distribution and like more so the music side of things um the cool thing about being with law is that they have no really like obligation to me like to help get my name out there they really are like technically with like a record label is like really just getting you know the music out there but like they'll sit down like you saw the drummer from pepper i don't have a manager right now he's kind of like my acting manager like he'll stop whatever he's doing in his day to be like cool. hey this is what you should do and like he genuinely cares about like, like a mentor yeah, yeah you know he cares about me as a person which is like dope because like you know um i'm thinking about moving to california and he's like helping me find spots and like jobs that would be cool with me moving and it's like you know he doesn't have to do that like what does he really gain from that but like at the end of the day like if i become bigger they get more money too you know so it's like they understand that and um they're really they're, they treat me like family and that's what i like is because i don't feel like i have to be on my toes with them or research what i'm doing and like all the terms that they use like they they really just are looking out for me and my best interest mm -hmm. and i feel like that's really really hard to find yeah that's awesome that's cool family yeah so like but like with merch and stuff like um you usually have like a budget for like certain things like you have budgets for like photo shoots and um music videos and recording and whatever but like merch is not part of that that's like totally on the artist so oh, like so you made your own you do that your own yeah so like um my cousin ryan he helped me do like the designs and then i got them printed and then um merch is like really expensive like to make like to put money into it so like i make a lot of it too like i made like ha uh hand painted like incense burners and then i did like um necklaces and keychains i made from like guitar picks and stuff and like when i went on tour people were like oh these are so cool and i was like i made them myself and then they flew off the table because people were like oh you uh, made it and i was like handmade it's, it's different it's not a shirt or a card it's something well that's also what i want to do too is because i feel like when you go to 
uh, shows and stuff like that, everybody has the same shit, you know? Everybody's yeah, yeah. got t-shirts and hoodies and hats. And it's like, I have that too, but like, I want to show you guys like other stuff. And also people, if they don't really know you, they're not going to spend $20 on a t-shirt. They want something that they can pick up for $5 yeah. and like show support, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's important that you keep those like little things too. Necklace out of, what was it? Guitar picks? Yeah. So That's I got ordered cool. like this like, um, like multi pack from Amazon because like I couldn't decide on the color, yeah. and I got a stamp with my name on it, and I was like stamping all of them, <laughs> and then I drilled holes, and I made little. Wow, you went all out for that. I I used to have Etsy, and so like before, <laughs> like I used to like sell my crafts online and shit. So. What that was your side hustle? <laughs> so there's a period of time I don't talk about, but I got kicked out of school for a year. There you and go. <laughs> what? We're hustling Etsy on the side. So, so I, I got a full time job to like pay back my school loans because like um they took away my tap because they're like, you don't go to school, so you don't get money from the state. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I had what? to um get a job. So I got a job and then uh same thing kind of happened with my art stuff. Like I would be too broke to buy people Christmas presents, so I would make them stuff. And people would be like, oh, this is really good. You should sell that. And I'm like, you're just saying that. So they probably like that even more. I mean, I would. Well, yeah. the way I, I like that it point. is that, like, you can't return it, you know? And it doesn't look <laughs> like a five-year-old made it either. So yeah. then at that point, I was actually making more. Because one of my items that I had got featured on BuzzFeed. And what? I made more money off of the Etsy than I did at my side job. Oh. I, I might, Like, my full-time job. So I was like, All This right, is cool. my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, then. Um, yeah. But then I had to go back to school and like I had to focus on my grades and I was like, bye, Etsy. Hey, you oh. could always go back. I know. You I said know. you need that. You got to find that job that supports everything you do. Etsy is you. It's I all, know. It's all you. I, I got to get back into it, honestly. Is Do, do you have extra time at this point or at oh, this I've point you're just. Time. Do you? I, I, I have time. It's just like I'm like not as productive as I should be. Like, you know, and. I feel that. I feel the same. Because, like, sometimes I just wake up. I'm like, oh, I don't have a job. I can, like, you know, wake and bake. And then I'm like, oh, it's, like, <laughs> 7 o'clock. What I do, like, my whole day went by. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, smoke for a little bit, like, watch a little bit of TV. And then it's like, <laughs> I'll try damn. Again. I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the cycle I'm in right now. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll try again tomorrow. And guess what? Today is tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. So start a podcast so then you can still wake and bake. And then you're still doing something. True. <laughs> Yeah, but like, okay, believe it or not, my family has no idea I smoke weed. Like, no really? idea at all. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Hopefully. No, I'm not. I mean, they're, they're not tech savvy. They're not gonna find the podcast. We'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> Why? Or would they be mad at that? Oh hell yeah, they'd be so really? mad. It's it's so weird because like my mom is like type person. Like she'll walk around the house with like shorts that have like weed on them, and like she'll be like, "Yeah, I'm on," you know, and like, and it's so funny because like at shows, like I have a little tip jar because i feel weird like saying tips on it but like sometimes people will be like oh do you have a tip jar yeah. so i have a jar that says weed money on it and go. my mom knows i have this jar and i'm just like it's for the people mom and she mm -hmm. like she's like all right whatever mm -hmm. but it's it, i feel bad like, she's that's really what trusting I use it for <laughs> it says weed money that's what it's going to i mean you're she a reggae artist pizza. but that's what i'm saying <laughs> you know like there's just like and there's so many like sublime covers of done or like covers of other songs that are like literally like the expendable song bowl for two it's talking about smoking a bowl with a girl yeah you know yeah. what i mean and like she just is just like okay it's for the people you know yeah, like yeah. she for doesn't the it's for the people mom. it's for the people there's I a sublime song what, what were you gonna say say bought that bong for the people yeah, yeah that's just go. for the people <laughs> What's that song? I smoke blunt smoke in the morning. Smoke two joints in the morning. <laughs> smoke two joints at night. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah that. All right. Well, I mean, 
they can't be all right with everything, I guess, you know? Well, I'm eventually going to get to that point. I feel like every reggae artist has a weed song. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Next album, probably going to have a weed song on it. There you know you what I mean? So she's eventually it's going to get to the point where I'm doing this full time and there's going to be a picture of me smoking a joint on stage mm-hmm. and that's just how the news <laughs> is going to break. <laughs> Let it happen when it happens. That's basically too late. It was for the people. It was for the people, you know? Did you guys smoke in high school? I didn't smoke in high I school. I was a goody two shoes. Like, Me too. I didn't do. I mean, it with weed. What? <laughs> oh, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't drink or smoke or anything until I got oh, to college. Really? Yeah. You didn't drink since till college? Do you want to hear the first time I ever got drunk? Okay. Yeah. So this is like my deep, dark secret. I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast uh, because I feel like there's a stigma attached to it. So I'm in a sorority and... um. I wasn't trying to be in one, but I started doing the whole thing and whatever. And, you know, we went out to a party and people were just like pushing me to drink. And I was like, I don't really want to do this. And um, there was this girl there that I I had known her from like my best friend, whatever. We we go back. She's from Babylon. Mm -hmm. And we just started hanging out. She's like, just have a beer. Like, you'll be all right. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, one turns into like a lot and then they drop me and my roommate off back to our rooms and my roommates drank before. I've never drank before. And she left me to go like do with her boyfriend. And I had to like try to figure out how to get back to my room. Like, and I didn't know what you would feel like being drunk. And I didn't know how many it was going to take for me to get drunk. So like I get into the building and I'm just like slowly going towards the wall, like just like, on the wall. And I'm slow just, motion. yeah, like I'm just like, why can't I lift myself up from this wall? Like I don't, I don't understand. And oh man. And then like the next morning, like I had a headache and I was telling like my big sister in the sorority about it and she's like that's a hangover and she's like you know you get rid of hangovers i'm like what she's like you gotta drink more <laughs> so we went to oh um a day party and then we went to a party that night oh my god i think i was drunk for like 24 oh to 36 hours it was <laughs> so bad that was a good way to experience it for the first time no it was horrible did you throw up i didn't i wow. didn't so i was very proud of myself yeah oh, do you don't know how much you had right i had no idea first time drinking. i mean now i know how much i can handle but like i still i still know how much i can handle there's different nights yeah. We went to the beer fest the other day. Went to a, our one of our friends hosted a beer fest. It was all beer vendors. And I didn't want to pay for a ticket, so I told him I'd work for a couple hours and pour beer. I didn't realize how drunk I was until I got home yeah. at 5 o'clock. I got home, knocked out, woke up at 8, and had a massive hangover for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. I was like, I barely even drank. But I have nights where I go out and... I just I leave because I drank too much and I'm like I'm not even drunk I'm just I'm just going home. You drink enough water, bro? Probably not. It was a lot of cider. Oh, I'm always like the water duty person. I make everybody drink water. Yeah, one for one. That's good though. Yeah, Mm -hmm. gotta be there. I my first the first time I got drunk, we might as well tell our first stories. Yeah, Yeah, why not? Uh, I was like 15, I think, and I drank um, a bunch of Malibu. Mm -hmm. um, It's a good stuff. Rum. Yeah, you don't feel that shit. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, I poured a water bottle full of it. And uh, that's what we would do. We would just walk around and like drink yeah. like liquor we stole from our parents' houses. Yeah. And uh, we just walked around drinking it. And I ended up throwing up. And then I like picked up a dead squirrel <laughs> by, the, by the tail. And then everyone's like, get the fuck away from me. And I threw it at him. And then, no, that was it. <laughs> that, was the, that was the whole story. I feel like I, it's not tell- really cool. It's not cool. Now, wh- let me hear your first smoking weed story, because this is how we got here. My first smoking <laughs> weed story. All right. I, l- I remember that one. It was out of a um, a water bottle mm-hmm. nice. um, that we, you know, like you you burn two holes in it, then yeah. you put some tinfoil in there, and you poke <laughs> the holes in the tinfoil, then you put the weed in the tinfoil, hit it, 
And like I was like, what? Like it was the <laughs> craziest feeling that I ever had by far. Like the first time I was like, Ugh. like I don't know. I feel like something like lit inside of me. Like something was born. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was intense. <laughs> and a pothead yeah. was born. <laughs> it's really what happened. A pothead was born, and now I would rather I would ne- I would rather smoke any dot than drink. Like I don't even yeah. care about drinking ever. I probably have w- one drink a week just because people are like, have a beer with me or something. Yeah. I got the f- when I was in high school. My girlfriend at the time, she was the goody two shoe. You know, she was the the, uh, the honor student. Didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't do anything. And her sister and my sister were best friends, and they partied. My sister had parties at my house. So uh, my group of friends, James, that was my close-knit group of friends, they all started smoking. They all drank. And every Friday night, we used to go to James's house and drink in his room. And I was always just like – I got to one point where I was like, dude, I, just, I don't want to drink in your room. I said, let's go do something. <laughs> and then one night, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I still have my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, fuck it. I want to get drunk. So we went to his house. And uh, I drank, it was eight shots of Pinnacle Whipped. Oh, my God. Um, in a row? <laughs> not in a row, but, you know, over the course of like an hour That or shit was big. Pinnacle Whipped oh, was a so big disgusting. drink at one point. So I had Pinnacle Whipped. Um, I had a uh, a little bottle of Chambord, which is raspberry liqueur, because now we're just raiding the liquor cabinet or whatever is his house. Yeah. And then I took a bottle of Yellowtail wine. <laughs> so my high school, we boarded the preserve, Mass Street Preserve. So uh, we used to drink in the woods. That was the school spot to drink. And we were going to the woods that night. It's like, fuck it. We took the bottle of wine with us to go to the woods. And I'm walking around with this fucking bottle. I'm like seven, 16. No, yeah, probably 15, 16 years old. I'm walking around with a bottle of wine in my hand. We're drinking it. I finished it. I chucked it in the fucking woods. And now I go to the woods and I see all of my girlfriend's friends. And I am plastered. Oh, and she no. doesn't know that I drink. So I worked at a pizzeria at the time. And uh, I see these two kids, Trevor and Amanda. They were dating at the time, and I'm obviously blown out of my mind right now talking to these people. They know I'm wasted, and I remember telling them, I was like, D- you can't tell. I said, you can't tell Kim. I said, because if you tell her, I'm, I'm done. I said, I'll give you guys free pizza as long as it stays a secret. <laughs> so I honored that, and <laughs> as we're walking home, we walk. We have to walk past my girlfriend's house to get back to James's house, <laughs> so <laughs> her mom's outside, oh <laughs> and we're like, fuck, and she calls us home, and we walk over. And you can't hide it. There's no way we're hiding it. And oddly enough, her mom drove me home that night <laughs> and didn't tell her. But about two weeks later, when my girlfriend found out, I cut off their free pizza supply. Oh. So she did find out. But that was the first How time m- I got trashed. Did they get a lot of free pizza before then? It was, it was, they came in twice. <laughs> I remember it was two times. And I remember when the third time they came in, I was just like, that's it. That was the first time I got drunk. What about smoking? Uh, again at the pizzeria. Everybody at the pizzeria was. <laughs> Damn, what's going down at this yeah, pizzeria? Yeah, this pizzeria. <laughs> this pizzeria was the party. This is the spot. It's actually in my phone. Is party pizzeria. <laughs> so everybody in there smoked. One of the delivery drivers was a dealer. One of the other delivery drivers was the biggest stoner I know at the time, and I was still one of the goodies who didn't smoke. If you worked at that pizzeria, you began to smoke. So one night, um, we were going to see. Uh, what the hell was it? Jackass 3D Christmas. Nice. Oh. And we were all going from work. There was like 10 of us. Yeah. And it was like, yo, you got to smoke tonight. So I was like, all right. So my buddy lives in uh, an apartment complex right around the block from the pizzeria. And we went to his house and we go downstairs. And the delivery kid comes up to me and he's just like, yo, here. And he just throws me this big ass bong. <laughs> and the other guy was like, dude, no, it's his first time. You got to ease him into it a little bit. So I started hitting a bowl going back and forth. Okay. And then it was, that was it. I smoked with them all for the first time. How would you go feel, see. though? Was something born inside of you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was... It was... It was. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was. 
I definitely got big because I remember like crying, laughing at this fucking movie and having no idea why. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, ever since then. What was your first? Do you remember first time you smoked? Oh, I got a story. Ooh, <laughs> but I didn't get high the first time I smoked, and but there's a reason why. So, um, like I said, super goody two shoes, like my whole life. And I have this best friend that, like, we were in the same preschool class. Like, we've known each other for, like, wow. 24 years now. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> she, like, every so often, like, we meet up. Like, we don't see each other every day. Like, it's the type of thing where, like, she went to a different school and I was going to a different school. So, like, we only really saw each other, like, at birthday parties, like, every year, like, every two years. But, like, we always happened to be going through, like, the same phase at the same time. Like, we had our same, like, pop punk phase at the same time. And so then we were like, let's go to Warp Tour together. So my brother was taking me to Warp Tour with his friend and... Like, him and I have always been, like, close, but, like, you know, if you ever, like, go somewhere, like, he, like, wouldn't really take me if it was, like, a party or something like that. And Is he a lot older? He's, a lot he's two years older than me. So, okay. he's, he, so, I was 18 at the time, and he was 20. So, we're on our way to Warp Tour, and um, we get there, and me and my friend are like, okay, let's go inside. And then my brother and his friend stay outside. They're like, we'll meet you in there. I'm like, all right. So we end up never like really linking throughout the whole day. And me and my friend are like watching, I think it was like Breathe Carolina. It was like some really dumb band that I didn't want to see. I, I didn't really like them. <laughs> and she pulls out a pack of cigarettes. And in the pack of cigarettes is this joint. And in my head, this is like the like typical commercial of like a just say no, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Nirvana, like you can do it. So she pulls out the joint and she's like, oh, you want to smoke? And then I was like... I don't know. It's like I I said, yeah. I was like, sure, because I didn't like want to like pussy out in front of my friend. You peer know? pressure. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of peer pressure. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was peer <laughs> pressure. I was like, I don't want to really pussy out like in front of my friend, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta show like I can keep up or whatever. So she's you're smoking, but like I didn't know you're supposed to inhale it. I smoked it, like, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. But like in my mind, I was like, I smoked weed. So like the end of the night comes. And we're all going home. My brother's dropping everybody else off. And him and I are in the car. And, like, it's late at night. And it's just quiet. And I wanted him and I to, like, get closer. So I was like, look, I want to tell you something. You can't get mad at me. Like, my palms are sweating, like, trying to fucking tell him this shit. And I'm like, hey, dude. Um, <laughs> so today, um, I smoked weed. And he starts laughing so hard. And he's like, why do you think me and Kelly said we were going to meet you in there? We smoked a bump before we went in. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. So then, like, ever since, me and my brother are best friends and smoking buddies. Oh, there you there go. You. Wow. See, someone's born. Someone yeah, someone's born. Friend, uh, loving friend. Friendship was friendship. born. The first time I ever felt high, though, we went to the mall and I was looking at the floor tiles and I couldn't stop looking at them. Oh, shit. It was just like, it was like kind of waving, but it was like sparkling. And I was like, this is mad pretty, yo. Yeah. (laughs) I feel you. I feel that in Penn Station. One time I was, actually it wasn't weed, so probably, one time. I got to restart it. Yeah. So one time we, uh, you know, like when you miss the last train to go home. The gap. Yeah, and then it's like you have to wait till 4.40 or whatever. Oh, you did that? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no. So I was just walking around with one of my friends um, outside. We smoked a joint. And then um, then everyone else met up with us after just me and this kid smoked a joint. It was a pretty big joint. Then this guy comes walking up to us. We're going back to Penn Station. And this guy comes on a city bike. 
And uh, I told this story once before, but I <laughs> want to tell it again. And this guy comes on a city bike, and he's wearing a full suit, really tall black dude. He's wearing a full suit and, like, dope Jordans. Like, nice. and he looks mad clean. And he's like, what's up, y'all? <laughs> and, we're like, and we're like, yo, what up? And he's like, you want to hit this? And it was a blunt. Like, a, it was in a backwood. Oh, shit. And, and um, everyone's like, nah, nah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, because they were all scared. Yeah, yeah, you never know it was three. It was like 3.40 or something in the morning. And this guy yeah, just fucking randomly pulls up. And he looked, and he was on a city bike. So, like, he rented that bike. He's got a couple bucks. And he's wearing a full suit, mad clean, and he's smoking a backwood. And it's like, and he had a backpack. And I was like, who is this guy? So I was interested. So I smoked it. And it must have been laced with like (laughs) crack or coke or something (laughs) because I was bugging. I, we were walking back and I don't, I think this really happened, but I'm not, I'm almost a hundred percent sure this this happened. Um, I love how you said almost 100%. Like you didn't say 97. You were just like <laughs> almost, almost 100. 100. It's close to 100. We got back to the, the front of the like Penn Station where you go down that the big escalator. Yeah, yeah. And the same city bike guy beat us there. So he just got there before us because he was on his bike after he left us. And he's talking to this homeless guy that's right there in front. And he's like, he's like, yeah, yo, I just saw him around the block he has five thousand dollars he's holding five thousand dollars and then he's like and and then the guy with the bike is like he got five thousand dollars i'm going to find him right now and then he just takes off on the bike (laughs) and and i was like what like i think it definitely happened because it seems too real too like that would have been that's a hard story to come up with uh, to make up lucid no Vivid? Vivid. I got you. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Vivid. It was too vivid. So, like, it definitely happened. But then we got back, and so we went down the escalator. I was, like, bugged out by that whole thing because, like, the guy I just smoked a weird blunt with is going to rob some dude for $5,000. Like, Yo, how do you think he has blunt money? You have to, you know, steal $5,000 from time to time. I guess that's how life goes, right? (laughs) Sometimes you got to steal $5,000. So we get down there, and then I'm looking at the Penn Station tiles. This is why it reminded me of this. And I was looking down at the Penn Station tiles, and literally, like, one would just fly straight up into the air. And I I was like, that, like, I thought it really. Yeah, that's definitely placed with something. Yeah, (laughs) one would just fly up. I'm like, what? No, and, like, they were like, all around me <laughs> and i was t- with my friend that i smoked the joint with and i was like yo what do you think was in that what do you think was in that and he's like i don't know dude you're the <laughs> only one who smokes it <laughs> he's like i don't know man and i would that bugged me out even more and i was like i had to keep blinking or else uh, the tile things would happen. Oh so like I, I was just like, what the, if you just closed your eyes? <laughs> no, if I closed my eyes, I was like, yeah, I was like lost all balance. Oh <laughs> I my just God. closed my eyes, but I just kept blinking, and then like uh, I just kept blinking for like an hour probably, and then it went away. And I was like, so I, know I don't think you said this, but like, what in your head was like, yeah, smoke this joint from this dude? Is it because he had the Jordans, like? Was it the bike, I'm someone the who, suit? like, always... You look so full of regret. I'm like, as <laughs> you're telling me this. I don't know, because I do regret it. But I don't, I actually. I don't know. Because I'm someone who just goes with the moment. Yeah. So, like, I was like, 
you just like, what are the chances this guy we're crossing the street at this exact time at 340 and this guy's passing us while he's smoking like i'm like i should hit this and maybe i learned a lesson like don't do that <laughs> don't hit random people's blunts at 330 in the morning yeah in a suit on a bicycle yeah <laughs> oh and i wrote his name down because i wrote his name in my notes it was like mr chesterfield like oh he had some God. crazy name and he's like i'm from mineola what the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna let my dog out, but let's go back on the timeline. Did we? Did we finish? Did we lose I that don't timeline? remember. I do want to hear about your single surfers, though. Oh yeah. I know you had a, a story behind that. Yeah. So um, that one was like a little bit of a rough one for me to start talking about because mm-hmm. um, like a lot of my family like had no idea that like it happened, and like even my mom, like I don't think she like knew like until like maybe two years after it finished because uh-huh. like i just didn't want to tell her but like um i just kind of uh went through a period of like self-harm probably like three three or four years i was just um cutting and it wasn't a good time mm-hmm. but uh, i feel like a lot of artists uh have a platform and no matter how big or small your platform is you should use it and um I feel like especially in the reggae community, there's like a lot of pressure to be like positive and stuff like, you know, I don't really see anybody like addressing it. And like, like I said, like each band has like Facebook groups and stuff. So everybody like talks and it doesn't even have to be about the band stuff. Like they'll talk about personal stuff. And like I see a lot of people talking about like negative feelings or feelings that like I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. And one of the things like I try to like do as an artist is like show people that I'm a person just like you, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, like when I was doing videos and stuff, like I used to post like blooper reels because I wanted like people to see like, yeah, okay, I have a nice voice, but like I still fuck up the words or like I'll still mess up a chord like, you know, like it's okay and like keep going. So um, I wanted to show people that like, you know, even though I am an artist, like I'm a person too and like I've been through the same thing. So like I kind of want to give people something that they can identify with and, you know, maybe it'll help them because like I still have feelings like that. It's just like, I cope with them differently mm-hmm. and like surface is a song like even up to now like i'll have feelings like that and i'll listen to service and it helps me out so you know i hope it could do the same for other people mm-hmm. That's hey, is it on can i put it on is it on youtube mm-hmm, it's on youtube spotify pretty much everything yeah i'll throw it on so this is about like what you were going through at the time yeah and um just kind of how i didn't want to like I wanted to put a stop to it because a lot of people like I don't think they're able to pull themselves out of the hole mm-hmm. and like I don't know like maybe I w- was going to get to that point I don't know so for those people I wanted to put it out there and just be like hey like you should go get help because like I never did like there was definitely help around but it just like I had a boyfriend at the time and he was just like what you're doing is really like middle school like so I was that just turned me off from talking to anybody about it you know I was like well if he feels like that like why should I talk to anybody about this you know so nobody would understand yeah and I feel like that was like really what made me not go get help so I don't know if other people had experiences like that but like I guess from somebody who like stopped doing it I want to just send the message real quick like if you are going through something like stop and really think about talking to somebody mm-hmm. and i even offer myself like you know i try to respond to everybody as much as i can but like if you need to talk to somebody like it's you're more than welcome to like reach out and we can talk about whatever that's cool Is that's it? awesome mm-hmm. everybody's got a secret
I love this. This is really good. This is good. Oh, I gotta listen to more music like this. I don't really look at it to reggae. Is this your own band? Um, it's not, unfortunately, because I made these songs before I met those guys. Oh, okay. I was like, I have all these songs. You guys need to learn them. <laughs> yeah. This is really good. So I really like this. Which band is playing this? Um, so most of it is actually like made on the computer, and then the guitar parts and stuff like that, Um, Nick from Cashed Out recorded all of them. It's insane. Yeah, I like this. I don't have to face it because I can say no. You felt like you were trying to be perfect? Yeah. So, um, I felt like in, like, elementary school, middle school, like, even, like, I feel like your siblings have a lot to do with, you know, who you are as well. And, like, I have an older brother and older sister, and I feel like they were always, like, teaming up against me. And, like, you know, I was always getting compared to my sister. And 
You were getting compared to your younger sister? No, my older sister. I'm the I'm the baby. Oh, you're the youngest. And oh, like oh. I was always going in between like private and public schools and like that's kinda like why I was a goody two shoes because I didn't have friends. So I was like, ooh, books, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like I just never felt like I was like good enough because like we would go out and stuff like even when I was in college, like we would go out and like I was the person like holding everybody's coats, you know what I mean? Like I never <laughs> like I never like got attention from anything and it's not to say that like I wanted it, I just never got it, you know. So growing up. Yeah, I just always felt like I I was trying to be something that I wasn't, not necessarily trying to be something that I wasn't, but I just wasn't whatever I was supposed to be. Yeah, you weren't just being you. Yeah, but I just felt like me being me, like, wasn't good enough. Like, I remember, like, I would just, like, come home from school and, like, I would go cry in the shower because, like, you couldn't hear me cry in the shower because, like, the water and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I used to get out the shower and just, like, look at myself and just get upset that I was me. I was like, why couldn't you be somebody else? Like, why do you have to be you? Really? Oh. Like, it was just, like, I don't know. So, like, I just want to let, like, people know. It's like, you know, just because you see me doing cool stuff on social media doesn't mean that, like, I haven't had feelings like that because, like, Sometimes I do have feelings like that, like, you know, self-esteem is something I'm working on, you know? Yeah, I think we all kind of, I mean, at some point, right, deal with something with it at some point, some more than others. Yeah. But I don't know. Definitely had that shit. So the reason why, like, this song is, like, so personal to me and, like, how it ties into my story as a whole. So when I met Pepper, I told them that they helped me through a really hard time in my life. This was a hard time in my life. Like, instead of, like cutting myself i was listening to pepper and like that that helped me so um there's a line in there that says sitting on the curb and that's this pepper song that that was like the one that helped me so then when people like when the song came out people were like oh that's the reason you like pepper so much because like people know like i love yeah, pepper right, right. and that's how cool it is that i got signed to law but it's like also it's like a lot more personal than just jamming to the music yeah you know it's so good i you could tell from the lyrics that's insane. I like that sound. What was the like line the um, when the mirror is broken? Um, oh, who do I become when the mirror is broken? Yeah, what is what's the mirror behind that? Okay, so um, I was like raised in like a really like spiritual, positive household. Like, I don't think I think the reason why nobody knew is because like nobody even thought that it was like in the realm of possibility because like it just wasn't something that we were. I, I don't know like we were just always happy i guess kind of sort of mm-hmm. and um i had like my first anxiety attack and like i didn't know like what an anxiety attack was or how i was gonna feel when i had one but like i had gotten into a fight with a boyfriend that i had and i like hit my desk chair and my desk chair like hit my face mirror onto the floor so the mirror shattered everywhere on the floor and like that's when i kind of got the light bulb to like start doing that which was not really a light bulb but Mm -hmm. i just felt like every time i'd finish i would just be like looking at like my arms and stuff and being like what did i just do like horrified because i didn't it was like something that wasn't me because i'm also like i don't know if you can tell by just like our conversations we had today but like i'm a very like happy like i like to make people laugh and like i don't think anybody would like think it was me and it didn't feel like it was me being me you know so i just felt like when like what like possessed almost like possessed sounds creepy but kind of yeah blackout not even blackout like i don't remember what i'm doing it's just like all this emotion is just making me do this like it that's why it's so hard for i think people to stop and it was really hard for me to stop like like it was like two years before like i stopped you know so you it's like you like the pain yeah because like this is gonna sound like so or it's like but it's like so you feel something 
I felt like I was punishing myself for like not being good enough. Like I felt like that was like what I deserved. Whose who's standard do you think it was? Like good enough to who? Everybody and everything at the time. Like I literally felt so alone because it was like i didn't want to like tell people because like if i say something about my siblings like i know my mom's gonna get stressed out you know and like i didn't want her to worry about it and like yeah i didn't have friends or anything so i was just like and like whenever it came to stuff with boys i was just like that that's another thing i have daddy issues you know like my dad like he like left us when i was super young oh, so okay. it's like he came back later on so i don't know that probably had something to do with it i don't know i mean you're aware of these things so it's not like you know it, you i don't think you can say it. like if you're like i have daddy issues then it's like you're giving into it you know like you know well, it's like i'm not gonna deny something like yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying i have them for sure but like some people might say it you know what i'm not gonna argue with you on it <laughs> Damn, i understand i mean i don't know how it feels to have, not have a dad growing up but i mean i was definitely depressed growing up i don't know if you struggled with that too but it I was, was bad no. what i was not i did not get to I never had that experience in my life. Yeah, I never caught myself. But I think it's like when you try to like bad. spread yourself too thin as well, because like I feel trying like to I was please tr- people. Yeah, and I I think that's what I was trying to do because I feel like I wasn't, you know, living up to whatever I was supposed to live up to. Like you know, even though it was pretty much nothing, yeah. you, you know, you create these standards for yourself, and I think that wasn't that was the issue I had. So like, I think that's what I wanted to like tell people is that like there's no standards. You're just like psyching yourself out you yeah, know yeah. that's why i'm trying to be like hey like i'm just like you like you know what i mean yeah i feel you definitely like you don't have to be there's nothing that you have to do you like you don't have to be something you just be what you right. want to be it's it, like starts from you because like you know i didn't love myself and like that's why i wasn't getting it from other people because like how can you expect somebody to love you when you don't even love you like you have to be that version of yourself that you're just so down with that everybody else is going to be down with too but like it has to be genuine like you can't just be like okay well i guess i like me like that shit takes work <laughs> oh yeah i feel you too i went out with this girl for like four and a half years but i it, it didn't work you know because i wasn't i didn't love me yeah that's it didn't work out but and you're that's expecting how you to grow. get that void filled by that you know and yeah I, you know i think that's definitely what i was trying to do at the time too you know it was just yeah yeah it's good that like you notice these things though like looking back on it you know mm. it's good well i think like when you become more aware of what's going on like you're able to understand yourself better mm-hmm. and you got to be real with yourself like that's the thing is like a lot of people like don't think can face the truths sometimes yeah and facing the truth like it, it'll it'll help you grow as a person so like if you're really serious about growing like you have to sit down and talk to yourself like yeah. honestly give yourself a pep talk yeah 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 and be like look are we really gonna do this because like I, for a while i was like okay i'm gonna stop cutting i'm gonna stop cutting but it's like i kept the same piece of glass like a lot of people use like razor blades and stuff like that but like i i just felt like that was too harsh you know so like i just kept using the same thing i was using you know mm. and i was like honestly like if i was really serious about making a change like i would have thrown that piece of glass out and i didn't Ooh. so i was like i had to be real with myself you know mm-hmm. yeah so you like talk to yourself yeah and yeah. i was like look you if we're really gonna be serious about this like we got it and you know 
that's what, how I figured out the pepper thing. Like, I was driving, and I was like, what am I going to do? Like, every time I feel like doing that, I want to replace it with something else. And I was listening to this Sitting on the Curb, and it's such, like, a freaking happy song. Like, it's got horns and shit. There's, like, a beat to it. Like, it's about this guy, like, just pour his shit on the road, and he's just, like, living mm-hmm. his life and getting by. But it's, like, such a, like, happy song. I'm like, how could I, like be sad and listen to it so like next time like i felt myself getting riled up like i put my headphones on and just kind of like you know squeezed myself and then i was all good yeah that's awesome yeah, it took a while you told them the story like they know all this mm-hmm. they must love that like that's the best that's probably why you make music right just to like to impact people positively but that's what i'm saying so like if you know if this song could be a sitting on the curb for other people yeah. like that's all I care about. Cause, ooh, sorry. Because, like, I don't, like, it was really hard for, like, my family and stuff to know that. Because there's family that I have on Facebook that, like, I only see them once a year. So, they don't really even know me. And mm-hmm. it's, like, now they know, too. But, you know what? If it's going to help somebody else and I can save somebody else, like, their time and effort and energy and put it to something, like, positive, then that's what I want to do. You're brave. That's you great. got it. That's Thanks, awesome. You got a mission. That's awesome. And then after a while, I was like, Mom, why do you think I have tattoos? Now you can't get mad because, you know, I'm trying to make myself look good. She's like, yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, she's cool with it. Now nah, she's cool with it. That's great. Are you? So you said you're a spiritual person? Yeah, I wasn't like... Um, or you grew up in a spiritual household? Both. Both. So like we grew up... Um, so like my mom's a yoga teacher. I mean, my my real name is Nirvana. You know, that's so your real name. That's my real name. Oh shit! That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> my we get this. My brother and sister are Josh and Nicole. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yo, there you go. That maybe that's where it started, dude. Like your name, living up to your name. Like maybe wow. that's a subconscious I, thing. You know, like I always used to like, like tell my parents like. Yo, thanks for the best name ever. Maybe it's the worst name ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, but no, because you got through it, so now it is the best name. There we ever. go. Yeah. There we go. Oh man, Josh and Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do? Like, My parents right. gave me such a good conversation <laughs> starter. Like honestly, because like that's the first thing like I tell people. Yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy. All right, so your mom was a yoga teacher. Oh, I, yeah, she still is a yoga teacher, but um. Growing up, like, it was more so, like, going upstate to, like, um, an ashram and doing intensives, and there was gurus and stuff like that. I don't know what you just said. So it was, like, like spiritual retreats. Like, there was no, like, we didn't go to church growing up. Like, we went to, like, these spiritual things where they would have, like, um, like, you know the Dalai Lama? Yeah. yeah. So, like, they have gurus. I follow them on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, like, Dalai Lama, but you have someone called the guru, and a guru is a teacher, and right. they're supposed to teach you these practicings. And, um, like, they make some references to, like, Hinduism and, like, Hindu gods and stuff like that, but, like, um, it's more so just from the ideals, not necessarily to worship. Yeah. So, like, we would go upstate, and, like, we would um, go meditate and, you know, do all this cool stuff. They had, like, activities for kids, like... One of my favorite things going was this room called the cave and the cave was a completely black room. And all you saw was a picture of the guru sitting on a chair. There's like a spotlight and a clock and you would sit there and you would just meditate. And like, I remember like we'd spend like two, three hours in there. And, you know, I think that's with the spotlight on you. No, no, no. On on just the chair. Everything else is pitch black. Like you can't see shit. Oh, what? Yeah. But it's it's so, like, relaxing, and I think, like, a lot of people um, now, like, 
if you go to like a yoga class, especially like a first time yoga class and people are like meditating, a lot of the older people will tell you it's really hard to meditate because you're not used to just thinking about nothing. No. It's really hard. Or wow. letting yourself think about stuff and then letting it go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. they usually have this thing in your brain called the chattering monkey, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm talking a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like um it's really hard to like shut that off but like for me it was easy because i started doing it when i was a kid mm-hmm. but like this place was bomb yeah that it was sounds awesome. that's crazy. it's like a camp for yeah it's kind of like right. a camp like they have like um like on-site rooms and stuff and then they like have like a big cafeteria that, that you go and you get food from and like that doesn't sound bad it's awesome no. i feel like i'd be interested in that it was awesome but then it was like um, my grandma had moved in our house cause like she lost her house and then like my grandma was super religious. Like my parent, um, well, my mom's side is Muslim and my dad's side is Catholic. Mm. So my grandma like was kind of like with my mom a lot. And then my mom was like practicing Islam a lot more. So we kind of stopped going to the ashram and stuff because, um, just like having like other religion there was like a turn off for my mom. Mm. So like. It was weird because I was must have been like seven or eight, like where I kind of understood the stuff, but I didn't understand stuff at the same time. So we stopped going. And you liked going. I loved going. Point, it was yeah. awesome. And then my mom like used to make me go like to um, the masjid, like which is like a church, or like I was only eating halal food, you know. So like, I, I couldn't. Halal. Yeah, but like you can't go like I, I, I couldn't halal. go to Denny's and get chicken nuggets. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like you can't do that. So then, like, I got to a point when I was in college. I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I was like, Mom, peace out. I'm not doing this anymore. I mm. thought she was going to kill me, but she was like, she okay, whatever. <laughs> it seems like everything you think she's going to be mad at, she's just not, all right, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so she's like, whatever. And then uh, I was, like, sweating for that conversation, too. I was like, oh, she's going to beat me. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. Because, like, my brother and sister weren't about it. So, like, I knew I was, like, my mom's crutch. Like, whenever she wanted to go to, like, a event, like, I'd go with her. But I was like, look, I don't see the point of me doing this anymore. Yeah. And she's like, all right, whatever. But, um, yeah, I feel like I always just, I, like, try to live my life more by, like, ideals and principles rather than, like... Religion. Yeah. I just, like, I do think there's a higher power. I do think that things work, like, energy-based and, you know, but I just don't think that, like... Is there a creator, like, something that created ever- the beginning? Yeah, but I would refer to it as like a higher power. I mean, it could be a person, but like there could be there. It could be an energy. Yeah, I feel like energies are like a big thing too. Like I have a song called "When It Feels Right," talking about manifestation, because like I literally feel like a lot of things that have happened to me have just happened because like I've said them or like I'm thinking about it. Like yeah, and it, it'll, it'll be small stuff too. Like I'll be talking about like. I don't know, like, I was talking to somebody about, like, a flight, like, a specific flight I wanted and, like, whatever. I'd be like, how cool would it be if this happened? And, like, it happens, you know? And it's, like, stupid shit like that. Yeah. But it's, like, it's really cool and, like, the bigger things happen, too. Oh, hell yeah. I think I manifested something, like, last week. I, uh, I was, um, I wanted to go to Africa with the the Only Love Foundation in January. And I manifested. And then they bought me a ticket. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't have to buy. It's dope. It. I saw that the other day. It's dope. Yeah, yo, so sick. So January 9th going after. So you got nice, dude. Manifestation. That's bro. what I'm saying. Crazy. Sometimes like you just have to put it out there and it'll come back. Cause like yeah. there's this um 
Virgin Islands Fest that this company does, Cruise Bay Music. They have it, like, every year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, how cool would it be if I could, like, play it or whatever? And then they made, um, like, a post about something, and somebody, like, had randomly just tagged me in it. And then I get a message, and they're like, hey, how would you like to come play the Virgin Islands, like, Jam Fest? And I was like, you know? So it's like sometimes you just have to, like, say things and think about it. So, yeah, we're going to Virgin Islands March uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's awesome. (laughs) Dude. So when did you get signed? In April. So I'm a baby to all this. And do you, how long do you? Is it like a year? Like how long do they? I think it's a year. I don't know. I need to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's, I was just so excited I got it. I just went to the last page. I was like, Oop. wow, that's amazing, dude. What's your zodiac? What are you? Do you into that? You know, for being like a girl in the reggae scene, I think you would think I am. But I'm not like I feel like whenever like you go to like reggae shows, there's like always like you know a girl with like glitter in her hair and like you yeah. know she's got like a crop top and like flowy pants and she's like, what's your sign? You know? <laughs> but you're not. You don't. What is it though? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Gotcha. What are you? I'm a Libra. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> when is I'm your an birthday? Like? You're an Earth sign, so like. Is that March or April? April. Uh huh. Wait, where are you? You're Aries. I'm Aries. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's fire. You're Earth. I'm air. We're Where's the water at? We need a, we need a we water need a person. Water person. It's on the bottom right there. <laughs> You're grounded, and then you probably smoke to offset it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know like anything about this stuff, but um, we just like in the movers started to like just pay attention to it. And it's actually working, like, the way we we use it. <laughs> we're like, yo, we need more earth signs. Like, we're not grounded. Enough. And then, like, we found some, and then it worked. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, fire sign Mikey. He's fire. I'm the action guy. I'm there the you puts go. I put the stuff into that play. That makes a lot of and sense. And I probably seem like an air sign out of to you guys, right? Like, I think. Are you calling yourself an airhead? Yeah. <laughs> That's not nice. Yeah. Hey. I, I mean, talking to myself. The laid, the laid back one. Which, you know, just kind of, you, you go with the flow. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. You go yeah. wherever the wind takes you. I'm a cl- I want to be a cloud. A cloud. A cloud that can float anywhere. Alan Watts, my favorite philosopher. Be a cloud. That's what he says. Be a cloud. Do what a cloud would do. Damn, that hit me real hard. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, you're like, be a cloud. I'm like, I I am also high, okay? <laughs> there was like a second after I smoked when he was talking about the first time he drank, I was like, fuck, I'm getting really high right now. This is strong, yeah. You coughed too, so that helped you. Yeah. Do you want another one? I'm okay for right now. So where where are you today? What's uh, a what's a day in the life of you? Um, coming here and doing the podcast, uh live mic, you know. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Um well, right now, I'm just really trying to get myself more out there because I feel like, um, especially, like, when I was, like, on tour and stuff like that, like, some people knew who I was and, like, knew my original music, but there were people there who were, like, because, um, like, I've been re- reposted by, like, a lot of artists, like, a lot of big names in the game have, like, put my covers up, and I feel like there's not that many, like, little brown tattoo girls running around, <laughs> so people are like, oh, you're that ukulele chick, I get that all the time, and I love it. That's awesome. So, like, I know people know that I do the covers and stuff like that, but I'm really trying to, like, build myself as a brand and be like, hey, like, I do my own stuff, too, and, like, that there's song meaning was behind it. Thank you. Surface. That was. Thank you. I mean, because I like mute. I listen. I'm a lyrics person more than I am like a beats person. So mm. like when I hear Definitely. lyrics that are fuck, where they're being real, mm-hmm. that's my favorite music. Yeah, I like when you can listen to a song and then you can tell why it was written. Yeah, 
Like yeah. any song basically now, like Six Nine or any of those dudes, like that's not real shit for me. No, it's not. But I understand why people like it because it's catchy. Yeah, 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 of course. Dude, but I get I, I get so many submissions and everything from these rappers across the country, and some of them just like it's it's not even music. I don't even consider it music because they just there's nothing to it. It's just they just put words behind a beat. Yeah. But when a song tells a full story, to me, that's you know an artist telling. An artist making music. That's how I see it. I'm disappointed in Kanye. Like, that song's the worst song oh, I've ever heard. Oh, we're going there? That's the worst song I ever heard <laughs> in my life, lyrics-wise. <laughs> Hands down, not even close. But you know what I think is, like, something that, like, really irks me, too, though, is that, like, these people are, like, making millions, and, like, they're not even trying. And, like, they they know that. Like, 6 9 he's like, yeah. Admits, yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't put shit into this. I just, you know, put a, a few stupid words together, and you guys buy it. Yeah. And it's like, he's, like, kind of rubbing in people's faces, like, calling them stupid. And guess what? He's still selling stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. So and, like, they laugh at it. Yeah. That's, like, what kind of frustrates me in that sense, you know, because, like... You're putting your heart into it. Yeah. You know, and this guy's admitting that he's not. Yeah, and he's and it's still like, like he might not even have music as a passion. He's just doing it because he can make money off of it. Well, Yachty said that. Yeah, he's like, I don't. Rap's not my number one thing. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, what are you it's saying? Like, that's my job. Well, you're in an it's interview the, right now, like a rap like interview. People would kill to be in your spot, and that's what you say. Yeah, yeah. That, you're at a rap interview. I'm not really into rap. <laughs> <laughs> he. That, it's like a show to me. It's just comedy at this. I mean, I don't care. Me, me, and the this other guy that we met, we we clarified the music world into two worlds: that there's rap, and then there's every other kind of music, mm. and that's what it always seems to be. It's like there's people who are, you know, love rap, and that's just their thing, and then there's people who love every other kind of music and sit on that line. Yeah, I'm starting to. Str- I was just rap my whole life, but now I'm like getting away and like branching out a little more. Well, I feel like if you smoke weed, you automatically were like reggae, like just because it's good to bump to. You know what it I mean? Yeah, I've to. always liked Bob Marley. You know, actually. when I it was it was about a year or two ago when I was driving like 20 minutes to work every day. That's when I always made sure I had my music for my ride. 20 minutes, it's a good ride, so I need some music. Yeah. And I always had reggae on as my rainy day music, and I loved it. Yeah. It was just like so relaxed and it just put you in a different mood. It literally makes you feel like you're on vacation like yeah. right off the bat. Like I was driving in downpouring rain, but you're blasting reggae in my truck and it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it just it puts you in a different mood. Well, also, I feel like, you know, a lot of people don't listen to reggae or they don't like make the time to go find you reggae music. Because when you think reggae, like you just proved my Bob point. Marley. You said Bob Marley, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's like it's so much more, more. than just that. And there's like, you know, there's like there's Damien Marley. Oh my god, <laughs> Stephen Marley, no. <laughs> like, you know, but seriously, like, it's like you can find something that you like because there's like reggae that's like sticks to the rootsy side, like tribal seeds, you know, they have like very rootsy type reggae. But then you have popular stuff that's like kind of like my stuff or like Pepper's more punk. And it's like whatever you're like, or there's like even like rap kind of reggae too. So it's like whatever music you like, you can definitely find like a reggae subgenre and find like artists that you like. I need someone to just cool. give me some like stuff like yo you'll like this yeah I got like, you help me up like, <laughs> I got me, you too, give me a, like a, yeah. a wide spectrum yeah like your stuff some you know everything I'll I'll give you like you know like a little bit of sunshine reggae a little bit of roots reggae yeah you know, yeah yeah the Hawaiian stuff wait the roots or that band that's on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever what about 
No, that's the roots. Well, that that is the roots, but that's not what I was talking about. I was oh. just saying like more rootsy <laughs> reggae, which is like you know like like you would hear it if you were in Jamaica type reggae. Oh, okay. Like you know, okay. Is that, that, is it that roots. much like, different? Like closer to like Bob Marley. Now I get it. Well, yeah, because like I feel like roots reggae. Um, you also get like the guy with the accent. You know right. what I mean? And like I don't consider myself a roots artist at all because it doesn't sound. Um, I guess like as authentically reggae mm-hmm. as it could. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that it's reggae from the music, though, like the background. There's music. always exactly. the tone always. And sets I, I like I don't have an accent, so like I don't want to like be something I'm not, you know, like because right. when you're I speak, I don't speak like that. That's your natural voice. Like, and it's like weird though, because like I'm Caribbean, so like my parents, they have accents, they sound like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, but, that's like, cool. But it's weird; they can like turn it on and off. Like when <laughs> my mom's on the phone with Cablevision, she's like, "Hello." <laughs> 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 and then when she's talking to you, oh my gosh, it's Nirvana, um, get to like, your yeah, room. Pretty much, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Go to your room. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I love, yeah, yeah, I could do it. Hidden talents, okay. I got some. Mike, <laughs> live mic on the mic now. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Maybe I could get on a track, dude. There, dude, Yo. Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. So make it. Oh no! I used to just do a Sean Paul impression. Actually, that's where. Oh that, my that's god! That's all it is. Do you want to hear something really weird? I had yeah. like the weirdest obsession with him in like the eighth grade. Like he was like on my wall. Like I used to draw hearts with his name in it all the oh time. Oh my god! It was horrible. And my mom's like, "You don't even know what he's saying." <laughs> you just like the the sound of it. I I don't know. I, I didn't even Paul. think he was cute. I was just like, <laughs> "I'm gonna marry you." Sean Paul. <laughs> so make it to. Guys. Yeah. Find me, let me body, naughty, naughty. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much where I was at. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So is that that's where you got your so nickname funny. from? Being Nirvana? Yeah. So um I go by Vanalia because um I couldn't go by Nirvana for obvious reasons. Right. And I didn't want to go by my full name because like I do want to get married one day and I want to get rid of my last name. It's like it's Goberdan. It's like so like long and gross and what is what? It? Yeah, see? Goberdan? G-O-B-E-R-D-H-A-N. But you don't say the H. Wow. That's like a Jewish... Sounds like Jewish. It's like a Hindu name, I think, but I want to, like, get super simple, like Nirvana Smith or something, you know? Like, I don't want to get too... (laughs) too complicated with it. So, um... You see who you marry, maybe they'll have a cool one. Dude, there was this kid in my middle school, and his last name was Pimpinella, and I wanted to marry him <laughs> just to have Pimpinella. his last name. Oh, fuck. Nirvana Pimpinella? Right? Oh. I was going to marry him just to divorce him. Seriously. Oh, just to keep shit. the name. That's hilarious. But could we could work something out. We, we could. <laughs> like, just look up, like, <laughs> look through the yellow pages, like, find, <laughs> find a Pimpinella, and be like, yo, marry me for a day, and then uh, I'll pay you whatever, and then that's it. You have a last name. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like I could just go to like the the oh, you office just that they name, do. Right? Yeah, you <laughs> could just change. But it. I want it to be authentic. I feel like if I just go to the place and pay for it, it's not authentic. You know, like I want to yeah. like be like I really. Anyway, so <laughs> so um so I was like, all right, can't go by Nirvana. So I was like, all right, just Vana. But then there's like some chick in England who already goes by just Vana, so she ruined that for me. And then I wanted something after it. And I was just having like the hardest time coming up with something. Like everything I came up with sounded like super cheesy. And yeah. then um, my grandma used to call me Aaliyah. So Von Aaliyah just kind of popped in my head one day. And like it was so funny. This is what I'm talking about manifestation, seriously. Because the day before I thought of this, I was in class when this happened. The day before I thought about this, like the night before, I was in my mom's room and I was like crying because um, 
I don't have any grandparents left. Like, they all passed before I was 21. And I was really close to, like, my mom's parents. And I was like, you know, everybody has, like, different support systems. Like, you know, I really only have, like, you and dad. Like, I don't have any grandparents, whatever. Like, I wonder if they would be proud of, like, what I'm doing. And then the next day, um, I'm in class and it pops into my head. And I'm like, mom, what if this is, like, grandma telling me she's okay with it? And then, like... It just so happened that the release date of my first single, Show Me, was my grandfather's birthday. So Whoa, I just felt like that was like that's crazy. Them Some saying universe. it's okay, yeah. Yeah, they're talking to you. You believe in like afterlife and that? I like it just an extent, you know. Like I'm definitely like I don't watch scary movies because like spirits and shit are real for me, you know. So <laughs> are like, they? Yeah, people be like, it's just a movie. I'm like, it's my life. <laughs> <laughs> what you like? Think like you you've know, seen like, a ghost? You think you've seen one? I definitely think one? like I've had like paranormal experiences, you know, because like I used to think like it was just like a whatever type thing, but it's also like culturally I was raised like that too, because mm. like think of like Jamaican culture like witch doctor type thing, you know, like the same thing for us. Like we were very very similar to Jamaican culture. Really. So like don't, growing up with that like culture was like a thing for me, but then it was also like um, I had experiences so, like my mom has like this witch doctor lady that we would go to and my brother went with like a few weird experiences my sister went and my mom went and i was like what do we mean when we're saying witch doctor what are we talking so for me it's personally somebody who can like communicate or like know what's going on with like afterlife or spirits or anything that's around okay so like some people like strictly connect with the afterlife but like sometimes like if things are going on weird in the house. Like my mom will go to her and be like, she'll be like, yeah, man, somebody like voodoo your house and like give us some shit. And we'll clean the house. What's right. something weird that would happen? So hold on, I'm like getting there. Hold uh, on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to know because I, w- all right. But it's, it's weird because everybody has different experiences. And like, that's why I was yeah. kind of like skeptical to begin with. Cause like my brother went and I was like, they're telling me some story about when he went and I was like, that's whatever. But then I was, like, starting to, like, feel my grandma. Like, I was, like, having dreams about her and stuff. And, like, my sister had, like, weird things with my grandma, too. And, like, what my brother just went through had things to do with my grandma. Because she, like, used to mess around with Ouija boards. But, like, she'd, like, <laughs> fuck with the spirits. So the spirits were, like, yo, now you're gone. we got to take on with your family, you know? And we're, like, damn. But, like, nothing bad happened to me. Um, but I just, like, was, like, I kept seeing, like, little black things, like, in the corner of my eye, like, just real fast, like, but past me. I have those, but that is an eye thing. No, 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 no. No, but like I could tell like when it didn't happen anymore. Like after I went to the witch doctor, like it didn't happen anymore. Like I just would like it's like you feel like something else is in the room with you and then when you go turn, it's like it just left. It it's so it's it's weird. I think I've had that. Uh, uh, you can come to the witch doctor. (laughs) So so like I was just seeing those all the time and I was like like I was just feeling really off and I was like, Mom, like this is weird. And I felt like my grandma kind of with me like the whole time. Like I've never really like felt her around, but I just felt like she was like next to me. So like we go start and like before like she starts anything, she'll like say our prayer. And then as soon as like the prayers finished is when the session starts. So during the prayer, like I felt like something pushed down on my shoulder and like I didn't have time to tell anybody or say anything. Right. So the first thing she says, as soon as we start, she's like, oh, your grandma's here. She just touched your right shoulder. And I was like, <laughs> so like that's like what because like it's like could, no one could have told could her that she have seen your body language and seen your arm like do something and then been like but my arm didn't do anything like i just felt like somebody like tapped me you didn't, like, go, like, my eyes were closed 
So like, I didn't. I'm just trying to check. I'm playing devil's advocate. No, no, I hear you. And it's weird because like, we're all holding hands. Okay. So it's like I know nobody else touched me. Yeah. You know, and so like, she could see that your grandma touched she, your shoulder. She like, or I don't know if she it. saw. Like, I don't know if she, like, how she sees things or how she interprets it, but I feel like it was, like, something along the lines my grandma told me to tell her because I feel like my grandma told her to let me know that I know that she was there because she knew I felt that. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily think it was, like, the witch doctor saw it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that, that was, like, my grandma being, like, dude, like, I'm here. Oh. Whoa. So was that comforting for you? You probably liked that. Weird. <laughs> it was weird i did not like it i mean it was it was comforting but also keep in mind like this was like when i was in like ninth or tenth grade so like i was like pretty young when it happened you know so it wasn't like um now or like i'm feeling the weirdness of it you know what i mean if it happened if it happened now, if it happened now uh how would you react I feel like I'd be a lot more emotional about it. And I feel like I ha- I'd have my like thoughts together more because I feel like I'm at that point in my life where like I am the person I'm going to be for the rest of my life. You know, like when my grandparents were around, like I didn't know who I was, you know? Yeah. So you felt lost. Yeah. And in, in a way, or like, you know, you're still finding yourself when you're, you know, my parents, grandparents passed when I was like 14, you know? So it's like, you really don't even know what you're going to become at I that point. I think I still feel like I'm... Fu- changing all the time i still don't know i, mean, I think yeah, i'm a cloud I think, like, you're gonna consistently... oh fuck i'm a cloud <laughs> well you're why. consistently gonna change but you yeah. like your core person like your morals and your values are like mm-hmm. you know that's true like what you're willing to stand up for like that's something that'll you know for the most part stay the same no i feel you on that definitely. so that's what i mean by that yeah, yeah, yeah like you should always have goals and stuff like if i'm 65 and like you know i don't know how to knit like guess what i'm gonna knit that week because you can't <laughs> you can't know everything that's going on so it's always important to have goals like even if you reach like your top most like goal like your big goals make little small goals for yourself you know because you want to try to experience as much as you can yeah you'll true. never even you'll never experience everything so that's like why I feel bad when I have my tomorrow days when, like, I just waste the whole day watching Jerry Springer, like, you know? <laughs> Jerry Springer, really? There's, is he still going? Yeah. I don't watch him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> 11 to 12. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wait. Oh, I was going to say something. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Jerry Springer got in my head, and then I lost it. Jerry. We're talking about goals. Having goals. Goals. Oh, yeah. We're talking you about couldn't, goals. You can't learn everything. What? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like I always yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say like I never want to retire. Like I never think about retiring, and I never think about like vacations. Like I just want to be able to just whatever go, I want to do, be a clown, yeah, do whatever I want. You know, like retiring sounds like sh- horrible to me. It's like your life is over. Like, well, like, here's the thing too is that like I feel like a lot of people like will sacrifice their time to work a full-time job to make sure that they have financial freedom but like if you're doing something that you love as a job you don't give a shit about the financial freedom at the end of the day because you're doing something you like same right now yeah exactly that's that's (laughs) how i feel about it you know because like you know you are spending all this time but just to what have free time when you're 65 like if i'm enjoying what i'm having right now and i don't have a ton of money when i'm done with it that's fine with me but like it's so much fun like going like across the country and meeting people that like i've only known them by their instagram usernames and it's like you know you finally meet them and it's like you know these people have been supporting you for such a long time and like you know you're getting complimented people are buying your merch to like wear with your name on it you know it's like that's just like what else am i gonna ask for are you used to that yet like seeing people wearing your merch (laughs) it's so weird like it is so 
it's like surreal though like it's so cool especially like when someone cools wears it because like one of the bigger bands like k-bong um they open for us and i mean i open for them and um the the guitar player johnny he wore one of my t-shirts on the stage and it's just like it's so dope that like there's support because then people will see it and be like oh what's von lee or they'll google it or like when they pass the merch booth on their way out they'll like want to pick it up because he had it on yeah yeah you know and it's good like von lee is such a unique name like you're the only one that pops up when you type that well that's what i wanted too like that's what kind of why i wanted to add something on to it so that you couldn't like mistake it for something else like a lot of people i feel like try to do like play on words and stuff and that stuff is like okay but like sometimes you just you played on words with Aaliyah because it says Aaliyah in it that's true so you kind of played von Aaliyah. you kind of playing but it's like <laughs> but like, i mean like no it's good you know it's what i mean cool. like they'll take like a regular no word. one knows that unless they heard that story about Aaliyah. yeah know? pretty much yeah yeah but it's like a lot of people read it as von Aaliyah. So, uh, like, my mom would be like, you're such a liar. And I'm like, you're not funny. <laughs> you're such a liar. <laughs> it's like, my mom, like, actually, like, has a lot of presence, like, on my Instagram. Like, I'm always, like, filming her and, like, putting stupid stuff up on my story. So, like, some of my fans, like, know her and, like, know our relationship. So, like, <laughs> now she's like, oh, well, you're Vonalia. I'm going to be Mamalia. Oh. And she, like, wants to have, like, her own T-shirts. And, like, people have said that they would buy her T-shirt. I'm like, no, don't, oh don't, don't encourage her. Don't this. do that. Mamalia, like, a picture of her oh dude she's <laughs> she would be so about it too she calls herself my roadie and i'm like you don't even know how to set up like anything <laughs> like, are you interactive on there like with your fans are you on social media a lot um i am be and it's kind of weird because like i'm one of those people i feel like if i didn't need social media for uh, a platform i wouldn't have it like honestly i'd rather like live up in the cabins and not talk to anybody you know not to say i don't like people it's just i like being you know yeah. myself and you know quiet and whatever but um i try to be because also like i come from like a fan perspective so like everybody who like reaches out to me or like leaves a comment on something like i try to reach back out because like i know what it's like to like have somebody that you like respond to you oh, yeah. so like i want to show people that like i do care that they're supporting me and like i do read everything that people say paying it forward and that's I mean, like, I'm not like a god, you know, like no, responding to me is something like that you're going to like freak out about. No, but, but putting your time into it when you do have a lot of people hitting you up, that's you're putting your time. That's your most valuable asset. Well, that's also why I didn't want to do grad school and do music at the same time, because I wanted to put all of my time into music because I knew that if I did school and I did music, like they would each get like an equal amount of energy, but it wouldn't be like. I was excelling at either like my grades would be mediocre and my music would probably take a lot longer to get out. So like, I really wanted to focus on music to like show everybody to like, Hey, I'm committed to this, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why it it, like your support means to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know what you should do? Honestly, if you're looking at make extra money, Uh (laughs) you should start a Twitch. What's Twitch? Oh my God. I think I'm going to change your life right now. Okay. I signed up to be a DoorDash employee. I have orientation on oh, Thursday. No. This is this is <laughs> this is how you will. This is your career, dude. Okay. All right. Okay. Twitch is this what we're on right now. I uh, my advice is like every girl that there is should be on Twitch and they would make money from it. Is it from being a girl? Because it's That's tw- part of it's like problem. twelve and thirteen year old boys mostly. So like <laughs> they want to see a girl. Oh no. Okay. But like no matter what, like do you play video games at all? Like Mario. Yes. So like you could play Mario. <laughs> you could you could play Mario on Twitch. Like so right now we're on Twitch. 
Is this live? Yeah, we're live on Twitch right oh, now. Oh, okay. And I haven't been looking at the chat, but so like you go live, it's like YouTube live, but like if people like you enough, they subscribe to you with their Amazon Prime account. Okay. If they subscribe to you with their Amazon Prime and it's free, so like if they have Amazon Prime, they get Twitch Prime. They sign up for that, you get paid. Oh. So like if and then they could also subscribe to you in general. Like they could say, I want to subscribe to you for tier one, tier two, or tier three. Tier one's like four bucks a month. The the next one is like a, like seven, and then another one's eleven. But like they decide how they want to. They want to. Listen, no, this is crazy. Because <laughs> listen, listen. I could go. I could, <laughs> this is the future. This is what's happening. Like, you're an artist. You already have a following. You do this, like, instantly. You're going to be, like, flowing if you get someone to set it up for you the right way. And it's just not... Every girl should be doing this. <laughs> I just, girl. like... I don't know. There's, like, a little bit of, like, a creepy aspect to it, I feel like. And, like, I don't but know... you like, like talking to your fans anyway. So, like, they'll be in the chat just talking to you. And you'll be like, hey, what's up? And then, like, they'll ask you questions. I guess so. And it's, like, the same thing. I do have to do, like, a live Q&A at some point, so why not doing it? If you announced that you're starting a Twitch, people would bug. Or, like, why don't you do one of these Instagram, like, should I start a Twitch channel? All right, all right, I'll do a poll. A poll. I'll do a poll. If I guarantee you everyone says, fuck (laughs) yeah, because it's, it's just, like, you have a PC, right? I think you said that. Yeah, I, we talked about this. Yeah, so you can but just like, set it up. So do you... But you can also do your phone. You can go live on your phone. It's wherever you want. I don't know. Is this, like, going to get creepy at any point? No, <laughs> Twitch is very strict about that. Okay. Like, if there's bad language... Because, like, there have been, like, people... like So this one time, if you see my shoes right now, they're pretty worn out. They've been through a few tours and whatever. <laughs> and I just... I don't want to get any ones. I just... I like these. Yeah. And... I posted a poll on Instagram and I was like, should I get new shoes? Yeah. Somebody responds to the poll and they're like, hey, if you get new shoes, can you mail me your old one? <laughs> no shit. Like, I got a message. And like, it's like, I'm getting to the point now where people are saying a little bit of creepy things. And yeah. it's like... The cool thing about Twitch is you get to... It, you have a bot that's in the chat that will automatically take out bad language and stuff. Oh, oh really? okay. Yeah, so like you won't even see the bad stuff. All right, well, I'm going to put that poll up. Dude, let I me bet know. you so many people are on here right now like do it do it do <laughs> it <laughs> let me know because I'll help you out because it's I'll show you good reggae music oh you set God. up my twitch hell yeah that's a good deal. deal we could listen to good reggae music while setting up the twitch that's even better I All got right. you dude I got you <laughs> wow. we, got a, we got a couple minutes left because we're getting picked up for this photo shoot wait really it's 2 o'clock almost 2 o'clock where, yeah, where is it All right, Port wow. Washington Port Washington, we're yeah. going to right now. Steve, I gotta said he, Steve said he's picking <laughs> us up in like twenty minutes. Okay, <laughs> fuck, I like talking to you, <laughs> dude. I like talking to you. We can do whatever. We can we can talk. Okay, we'll talk. I um, feel like we have a lot to talk about. We do. We got something. Like we have something here where it's like I lost complete track of time. That that's good because yeah. I felt like we were like hitting like the forty five minute mark. It looks like we've been here for an hour and a half. <laughs> Almost uh, no, two hours. It's an hour, two hours. an hour and thirty five minutes. Right, we've I'm surprised live. if people are if you've watched this whole thing through. Like, wow, you deserve a cookie, man. <laughs> Dude, we've been on for like three hours before. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Mine and yours was about three hours. Yeah, We're me just, and Dylan's three yeah. hours. I. Well, if you need episode one oh like whatever, hit me up. <laughs> no, we'll keep doing this. Um. So let's wrap it up 
I wanted to hear one more song. When are they getting here? Uh, Steve said wrap it up by 2.15. So we got 20 minutes. Oh, we could hear one more song. What's another song I should play? Okay, well, two of them are like relationship songs, and then there's that manifestation song. I think the manifestation song is what you're going to want to hear, Rizzo. I'll end up I hearing like You might like it. I'll hear all of them eventually. Yeah, but this one breakup song is like really stupid. Like, I literally just say, I don't care what you do like seven times. <laughs> What's the name of it? Um, When it feels right. So you have a YouTube channel? I do. Um, it should be the look at face on it. This one, right? No, not that one. That's not you? Well, that is me, but that's not the song. It's You see the first one? Yeah, that's not your channel. Uh, yeah, I know, but that's where you're going to hear it. Okay. <laughs> is that you in that square picture? Yeah, my cousin did uh, that portrait. He look does at a lot of digital stuff. He does most of like my merch designs and stuff like that. That's cool. MacBook Air is failing me, dude. I'm going to throw it out the window. It's my Apple MacBook Air. They probably just released a new one, so you have to go See, buy it. They <laughs> knew we were telling you about PCs, and they're what like, the you fuck? know what? Yeah, fuck you. Dude, my Groupon MacBook Apple Air is not working. <laughs> <laughs> my Apple Groupon Ma- MacBook Apple Air. Wow. You Hashtag can't say, say that five Apple. times, man. <laughs> I know you can't. <laughs> the fuck, dude? Look at this girl. She's bugging. <laughs> And you're making music without hearing it. We can. I guess we'll just talk until it decides to work. You think it will decide to work, or am I being a stupid? Um, you have Spotify or something on there? Apple Music? No, I I think I'm gonna say this on air. I have Spotify illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Still using LimeWire? <laughs> no, my little sister. She's 16. She taught me how to get free Spotify Premium. I got free Spotify Premium. How'd you do it? I signed off on my friend's family account on my old job. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a different way. This is like an underground. Oh, this shit. is like Amazon Fire Stick with Cody on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is like you download like an app off a Chinese website. Oh, my God. How do you know which buttons are which? Do you have to it's memorize not, it? It's not in Japanese, though. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's good. You would have been a lot cooler if you were like, yeah, you got to memorize. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I know Japanese. <laughs> the fuck? What the fuck, though? Are you into rap? Am I into rap? Yeah. Um, Like, I had a phase in eighth grade where I was wearing, like, apple bottom jeans and Tim's. <laughs> that, if that's what you mean. Like, you don't listen to rap anymore, though? I like it. I'm a mood person. Like I don't strictly re- listen to reggae. You know, like it has to be like in my mood. Like if we're going out and like we're pre-gaming, like sure I'll listen to it. I just don't like. I won't actively look for it. Like you know, when people are talking about popular songs on the radio and there's like memes about them, sometimes I don't get the memes because I don't know the songs. <laughs> like when Hotline Bling came out, like I didn't know what that was like until I went to the club and I was like, oh, this is the meme song. <laughs> I. I'm horrible. I hate memes. Can I just say that too? Apparently, memes are going to be made illegal. Honestly, I thought you were going to be my new best friend until you said that. <laughs> I don't hate them. But no, no, no. But it's just like you just said you. I don't look through memes. Like I feel like I'm wasting my time when I'm looking through memes. I mean, like I won't purposely do it, but like if it's ten minutes before I go to bed and I'm on Instagram, hell yeah, I'm gonna look through that. A couple memes. Like, it, it, like if you're not into like nine gag or Reddit or something, I get that. I think Reddit I could get into, but Reddit's memes? Well, sometimes I feel Reddit's like, like articles, right? I don't even... I don't know. I know Reddit's just the biggest thing right now, and I'm not into that either. I feel like you find memes on there. I don't know. You find memes everywhere, man. 
Yeah. Who drew that? Uh, my cousin Ryan. Ryan, the yeah. chick. Ryan, Nicole, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> and Nirvana. And one of my uh, my cousins was telling me she was gonna like name her daughter Nirvana, and I was like, dude, you can't do that. Like, that's my name, you know. Because also, like, when I have a kid, when I have a daughter, my mom says I can't do it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, my first daughter, I wanted her to be Nirvana the second, and she was like, you can't do that because like she's not gonna be a second. Like, you need the first and last name. And I was like, well, I don't care. Oh, that's how it goes. You need that. Do you well, want. yeah, that's why you're the second. You know what I mean? Because you're this person, this person, the second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So you gotta marry someone with the same last but name. But you wouldn't because you're probably related. So no. Oh. <laughs> 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 but that's a technically technically you could do that if you weren't related. Yeah, like um, maybe like a broad last name like Smith. You know, like yeah, a lot of Smiths out. in the world. Yeah. What about what about giving her that as her middle name? My internet. I could, but out. I just like I like being that person that goes against the grain. That's true. Cause like it's yeah. and, like and I'm not even doing it just to be dumb. It's like something I genuinely want to do. So like that's why it's okay going against the grain. Like I don't like people who go against the grain just to be different. Like mm-hmm. they just want to see what happens. But it's like different if like you're just being yourself. You know. Yeah. It's not working, guys. Unbelievable. What should I so do? Not that, I don't like it. I, was gonna computer, say. I don't what? I think you should just smash your computer. Smash my MacBook Air? I can I can play it on my phone. Okay. And hold it up to the mic, does that work? Yeah, I'll do it actually. I got Spotify premium as <laughs> I said. <laughs> Let me uh pull that up. I'm gonna throw you a sub. Actually, do they do subs on here? They just do followers. Vana Lisa. So how do we follow you and stuff? Um, so everything is either at or slash Vonalia Music. So Facebook is Vonalia Music, Instagram is Vonalia Music, Twitter is Vonalia Music. You see the theme I'm going for here? Or you could visit com. sign up for the newsletter. There's like stories about me that you probably, I don't know if you want to read them, but they're up there. Who wrote the stories? You? Well, no, I had like some like articles and stuff. There's like other articles up there. You know, I wrote a story about Surface and I made a video about it, um, so that's up there too. Hell and yeah. Yeah. So if you want to check it out. Definitely. And then maybe I'll uh, get a Twitch account. We'll see. We'll see. We'll go put it to a vote. Let the let the listeners, let the people choose. <laughs> it's for the people. It's for the people.
Sick. Uh, anything you want, you can manifest it. What? I was telling you. I know, I love your first two so far. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me give you this back. Oh, I'm glad you dig it. That's awesome. It's kind of cool you like knew the words already. And then you, you got that shit down. I told you, I'm a lyrics person. I love, like, I could tell. You're serious. You wrote that? I'm not assuming like you write all your music. Mm-hmm. Well, I write with Greg and Nick. Yeah. So like they'll yeah. help me a lot with like um, lyric twi- tweaks and stuff like that. Like if I need to like word something differently. But, you'll but come concept to them. is like essentially mine. Yeah. Like you'll come to them with a mm-hmm. song and then you well, guys will work on it. Yeah. So like Nick will main, mainly he makes like the background. So like he shows me like a few things that he made and I really like that one. It just seemed like it had like an airy flow to it. And like I had wanted to make a song about like manifestation for a while because like i feel like that's how i got into this position and that's what the song was about was just about like you know you like really pushing yourself and like if you push yourself like everything else will fall into place so i kind of felt like you know i felt my calling by doing this and you know like here i am and you can do it too yeah yeah (laughs) i'm all about like the message you know hell yeah well so that kind of brings me to my last point so we usually end each podcast we're like pretend the whole world was listening to you okay what would you, what's the message you would want to convey to them i'm pretty sure i know what do you think what do i think uh-huh. you don't have to be perfect yeah you can manifest whatever you want like it's literally <laughs> like your good, music yeah those are your good first two yeah 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 and i think um just like you can always be a better person you know what i mean so like um i feel like a lot of people like 
live by this like reciprocation rule where like they only do something for somebody if they're going to get something out of it like even if it is like showing instagram like look i helped this person or whatever it's like just do it because you want to do it like if you're in the position to help somebody out like you don't need anything in exchange for it like you know just be a better person Mm -hmm. so i i like hope that people like can start to catch themselves and be like hey can i be doing more in this situation you know is that something like you did yourself in your life like i mean like I try. I try, like, whenever I can help somebody out. Like, if somebody just needs a favor, like, I don't mind helping them with whatever, you know? Or, like, um, for Thanksgiving, like, me and my brother, like, we make the PB&J sandwiches and we go to the city and we hand them out to people and stuff like that. And it's just, like, we just do stuff like that, but, like, you don't need to document it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I I meant, like, is that something you address? Like, did you used to think that way and then, like, you mm, changed the way you thought? Not really. I just feel like I've always felt that way and it wasn't until, like, Because like I said, I lived in like a really spiritual bubble, you know what I mean? So it wasn't until like I went to like public schools and stuff like that and like where I started to see selfishness from people did I realize that other people could be like that. So I guess that's why I feel like it needs to be a message is because I didn't realize other people don't think like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And once I saw it firsthand, I was like, okay, like, you know, people need to start realizing that they can just be a better person. It doesn't cost you anything either. Gotcha. I could go forever, but he's telling me <laughs> we're done. Well, so. thank you guys so much for having me. I had so much fun. No, awesome. I liked having you. We got to have you back soon. Definitely. Yeah. And I'll let, we got to take a photo for Instagram so I'll let people know that I was here. Yeah, All right. 100%. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. If you were watching the stream, my bad. I wasn't, I didn't feel like looking at comments today. <laughs> <laughs> we could have had some fun. I feel like we had some, uh, some we good. S- we wouldn't have got through anything. That's true. That's true. You know? <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good whatever you're doing. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Um, Feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.